It's time for another episode of the Hubcast, the go-to podcast for personal trainers and fitness professionals brought to you by MyPT Hub. I'm Ryan Hallett, the Head of Support of MyPT Hub, and today I'm joined by Simon Wilkinson, Sport and Fitness Lead and Technical Rep for Tanita in the UK, the worldwide leader in health monitoring. Simon has worked in his role for Tanita for about three years, with previous experience working as a strength and conditioning coach within the professional sport, including rugby, football, athletics and MMA. Today, I'm going to be talking with Simon all about body composition and its role in personal training, as well as discussing the idea of getting COVID fit and what fitness professionals can do to adapt their business to meet the changing needs of their clients. So, firstly... Simon, thank you very much for joining me. It's much appreciated. No problem. Good, no problem. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Um, it's nice to have someone in the UK, so I'm not having to do it like a crazy hour of the evening. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I was also very happy with this time of day. It was good. It fits you in my calendar too. <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, so let's start off with a bit about yourself, your background, your career, and let people know about you, really. Yeah, no problem. So I think like, I'm not going to say like every S&C coach or uh, physio that works in sport out there, but having a failed sports career, uh, I then needed something else to do. And seeing as I spent most of my career injured, the natural progression seems to be to go into sports science and uh, <laughs> either either physio or strength and conditioning. So I, I took the strength and conditioning route and had yeah, 11 years there or thereabouts working within different aspects of professional sport. Uh, enjoyable times, lots of work working for lots of good clubs, lots of good staff, uh, lots of nice sort of individuals as well when I came out of team sports towards the end. Uh, but then, yeah, wanted to do something a little bit more family friendly, I think, a little bit less time uh <laughs> constricting on a weekend and an evening and uh yeah the opportunity came up to work for Tanita which is was drastically different I think to what I was doing previously but uh yeah how did you fall into that I yeah well it's a strange story actually because Tanita interviewed my wife for the job which uh I, I'm sure Tanita won't mind me telling this story <laughs> yes he interviewed my, my wife for the job, and then at the end of the interview, my wife recommended me because I I had just lost a position within S&C, so I was sort of sitting around not doing a great deal, and she wanted me to get to work, so she, she pushed my <laughs> name forward. Uh, I then went for an interview and, uh, and yeah, got the position, I think, and it's... Uh, it, 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 it was encouraging because it is, it's quite a multifaceted role with Tanita. Uh, there's there's a little bit of sales, there's a little bit of commercial, but but what Tanita really want is sort of relative experts within the field. So they want mm. people talking to the sports and fitness industry with a sports and fitness background. They want people talking to the clinicians and the medical industry with with that background, not just mm. uh, sort of an out and out commercial role. So yeah, it was a it was. A change of road for me, but one I've I've massively enjoyed for the past three years. Lots yeah. of different challenges, but hopefully, as we'll go through a little bit in it over the, over this podcast, it you know that sports science background and that that knowledge is is massively useful within this role now. Yeah, I mean, for anyone listening, like that doesn't know Tanita, mm -hmm. what is it about? How is it used? I mean. Give us a yeah, bit of background so, on that. Yeah, so Tanita are a family-run, still family-run Japanese health monitoring company. They, they're the world's the world leader 
in bioimpedance analysis. And bioimpedance analysis is body composition analysis for the sort of want of a better phrase. BIA is 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 the science behind body composition. Tanita is about 75 years old as a company, so a really, yeah. really established uh, company. And 25 years or so ago, they invented the platform version of BIA. So the the, the type of body composi composition analyzer that many people will be familiar with, where you stand on yeah. a weighing scale with electrodes, uh, and in some models hold those handles, that type of the technology was innovated by Tanita. So as far as health monitoring and body composition is concerned, they are the biggest player, the most widely respected company in the world. Wow. Did not know it was there for 75 years. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. That, that is, that's crazy. I like to throw that one in because people like, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I still go to family functions now and, and they go, who do you work for now? You're not in sports anymore, are you? And I say, I work for Tanita and they go, who who are Tanita? And I guess that's one of our biggest biggest challenges that the technology is so prevalent, but yeah. ne not necessarily the name associated with it. So that's like mm. we 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 always take our uh, up our invitations to come and do things like this, so we can talk about Tanita and not just about the technology. Yeah, yeah, no, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, what's the importance of body composition for monitoring per for, well for monitoring for personal trainers anyway and like what are the options for them as well yeah i mean i think there's sort of two two distinct things i think options we we can come on to because that's a little bit more specific but yeah as far as the importance of it i mean i don't think many things can be placed with higher importance you know the the sort of multifaceted yeah. things that can be associated through body composition analysis uh you know for me they come into two sort of different areas there are sort of the advantages and benefits to the personal trainer yeah. and, and their business for using body composition but then they are the advantages to the clients of using body composition and they're not necessarily the sort of same advantages so i mean if we go through some examples for a client that you're working with you have mm. one little bit of kit that can demonstrate the impact you're having on them track their progress individualize everything for them show them that you're meeting the targets giving them a report that shows their progress i mean and then when you give somebody something and they like it, the first thing they do is show all their friends and share it on social media, yeah. stick it on their fridge as a, uh, as a motivator. And then they talk about it. So yeah. they refer people to you without you having to do anything, you know, there's, so the client gets a really succinct, accurate interpretation of the changing and improving health. And as a personal trainer, you then have a really happy client who yeah. books more sessions, who is yeah. increasingly motivated because of the amount of information and data you're sharing with them and the fact that they can see the improvements on a regular basis. You can see a goal, yeah. they're working towards the goal, they achieve the goal, they're motivated, they book more sessions. Yeah. 
and I think you know from from or what I would hope personal trainers or anyone within the fitness profession is doing is is always doing aspects of reflection and you know what can I do differently what can I do better and when you see the sort of detailed reports that a, a, a Tanita device will give you you know it allows you to look at those clients who maybe didn't make the progress you expected and yeah. why why did they not make the progress what specific things did they not improve with them what could i do differently so i mean we i see it all the time like with uh obviously i speak to thousands of trainers quite frequently and i think the whole thing is that they like it's all very well like a client coming a one-to-one session with you all the time and maybe they're like looking in the mirror and seeing and having a look at progress photos and all that but some like in-depth reports and exactly what's changing and how they're progressing is so important because it's not always about the visual side of it is it no absolutely not you know i think just from my background aesthetics was never uh, a sort of thought process or a reason for what i planned and what i did it was always Mm. health related or performance related from that sports science background so we would plan programs for individuals to meet their specific needs for their specific position or to or their specific sport and i think the danger sometimes with the fitness industry is that we're not specific enough we have general workout plans and general sort of sessions and advice for people but everybody is different everybody Mm. has different needs different requirements and I think the worst thing that we currently do is is have a massive reliance on weight and BMI as a health metric. Yeah. You know? And I think that's that stems from its use clinically, where it does have an application. You know, if 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 the government needs one piece of data to assess the health of 60 million people, then BMI is okay. But if I'm talking to you about your health and your improvements and tracking you and we focus on BMI, then that could be a dangerous route. We could get some very misleading information. So the more specific we can be and the more we can talk about health to clients, then I think the bigger impact that has on the client, you know, and then the longer they stay with you, the more they recommend you to their friends. And ultimately, as a PT, you you need to have clients, you know, to to run your business. You need to be busy and you (laughs) need to have clients. Absolutely. (laughs) So the more people you have sharing your story and sort of saying to people, you know, I work with uh, Ben. Ben does this. He talks about my muscle, my fat, my water. We've never discussed weight. You know, that's an interesting story to people. And then. Mm they come looking for you to to have that same experience i suppose as a client as well like if i'm paying if there's two trainers to choose from and i've got one trainer that potentially offers me good personal training sessions and a bit of online or whatever that might be but then you've got another side of it that also offers you all of these details and the progressions what what tanita gives you i suppose that's almost like a tipping point for who i'd go with surely (laughs) I mean, you would like to think so, wouldn't you? I know <laughs> the market for personal trainers is very, very competitive. Yeah. And the more you can do to to set yourself up away from that sort of mass market, 
the mm. better that will be for your business. You know, and we see personal trainers who specialize. So we see specialists in strength and conditioning or specialists in specific fat loss or performance or, uh, you know, post, post-pregnancy or maternity. There's, there's always a specialism. And I think that's a good thing for a personal trainer to do, to, yeah. to, to really invest some time and increase their knowledge in specific areas. But body composition, health monitoring, comes into every single one of those of those areas so it can always be that little extra tool that you use that shows potential clients that you know you do things a little bit differently and you take Mm. things a little bit i won't say a little bit more seriously but you know you, you you've got the ability and the tools to have a detailed conversation with them individualize things from them and move the conversation away from weight and i think a client will potentially go well why do you need to do that why why don't we just talk about bmi because that's what my doctor does that's what the gp does Mm. and that role as an educator then becomes really important and then again adds much much more value to you as a personal trainer you know if you're educating your clients giving them sort of lifelong learning lessons then they're going to be happy. And if they're going to be happy, they're going to book more sessions. And that cycle, that nice cycle continues. continues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting what you say about individualised because I, I didn't really think of it like that, I suppose. It's like, although you're giving the this sort of readings and all that sort of stuff and the progression to each client, it is individualising it, isn't it? Because they're all going to be, you're going to be looking at different aspects of what it is they need to prove on. Maybe, although they want to increase their strength or whatever that might be, like you individualise it and you can break it down into much smaller parts than just like a one big category, I suppose. Absolutely. And I think, you know, every, every personal trainer will, will have a little bit of a Q and a, they'll have a little bit of an introduction with a new client, you know, what's your mm. history, what do you want to achieve? What have you done before? You know, what's your journey? But yeah. often that's quite a generic conversation, you know, oh, I want to lose some fat. I want to look better in the mirror, you know, I've got a wedding in 12 months. I've got a dress I want to fit into. It's it's too specific, but that's in the client's head. That's the reason they've picked up the phone to you or they've approached you in the gym because they've got something that they want to improve. I think as a health and fitness professional, what your role should be then is to go, okay, that's great. We want to lose body fat, but they might not need to lose body fat. From a health perspective, Mm. that might not be a need. It might be a want, but it mm. might not be a health need. And then we can you can put them on a Tanita body composition monitor and go, well, look at this plethora of data. Actually, your body fat is in a really healthy place. Mm. Your muscle mass isn't, though. So if we yeah. look at improving your muscle mass, that's going to increase your what you're perceiving as maybe being a little bit flabby is actually a lack of muscle. So we're going to work on muscle mass. And because yeah. you've got that data that's shown that this client will go, wow, okay, I never knew that. Where do I, how many sessions can I sign up to? Where do I sign up to? Whereas mm. I think without the technology, if you'd have said to them, I don't think you need to lose fat, you need to build muscle, their first question would be probably, why? Why do you think that? What it would be perhaps a negative response because that wasn't what, what was in their head. But by showing them, 
the data from the Tanita reading, you know, that's there in black and white or mm. in multicolors. It's a very nice multicolored report. But <laughs> it, sh it shows them that what they thought wasn't the case necessarily. And this is what we're going to do to reach that goal. And yeah, it absolutely individualizes everything you do for each specific client that you work with. And I think that's a really powerful tool. Yeah, no, completely agree. I mean, we've spoken a lot about obviously like how you would incorporate into your business and obviously the benefits for trainers. Mm -hmm. For someone that's not offered this before, so maybe a new personal trainer or maybe they've been yeah. doing personal training for years and it's not really something that they've ever thought of, but maybe listening to this or they've been thinking about it for a while. Where's a good place to start for them? Yeah, I think a good place to start is to pick up the phone and speak with us because <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I guess... I guess having spent the last five minutes talking about the importance of in individualizing, if I then go and give you a bit of a generic, this is why, or this is how you start to use Tanita, that that wouldn't make much sense. So I think if there yeah. is anybody who listens to this at any point who thinks, you know, I, I want to find out a little bit more, you know, I couldn't encourage them enough to pick up the phone to us and 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 have a discussion because every personal trainer is different every business is different what they want to achieve what they've done before isn't the same so for us to say this is how mm. you use body composition you know that might be relevant to to person a but not relevant to person b so definitely pick up the phone to us uh but i think to be general and to try and keep that quite short you know it's 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 about becoming knowledgeable about the technology. I think that's the that's the most important thing about yeah. BIA technology. It's becoming knowledgeable about it. Like anything else, you know, you took your PT qualifications. You might have then done some specifics within that uh, S&C or massage or kettlebells, wh whatever it might be, you increased your knowledge in it. What we often mm -hmm. see is personal trainers won't use body composition because they don't understand enough enough about it or they'll start to use it not invest a little bit of time learning about it and then you know come across some things that they don't quite understand or they can't explain and then stop using it so mm. you know education for us is massively important this is why we we developed the UK's first and I think only, but definitely first, uh, CPD accredited training course for BIA and body composition. So we mm -hmm. we accredited through SIMSPA. So it's, it's a SIMSPA accredited training course for five CPD points because that education is is so important. You mm -hmm. have to you have to understand the technology and how to use the technology. So I think yeah. for me, if, if I was a personal trainer listening to this, not knowing a great deal about body composition or never having used body composition, you know, I would pick up the phone to Tanita and say, tell me more. Tell me how it can fit into my business. Because if your business is a, a mobile personal trainer, that would be a different sort of Tanita solution to a personal trainer who is running a studio, for example. Yeah. So I think... You know, it's it's about education, finding out as much as you can about the technology and then looking at how you build that into your business plan. Hmm. Tanisha used the phrase COVID fit a lot. 
what yeah. is COVID fit? <laughs> I mean, so COVID fit is is a phrase I do I use the word stole? I didn't steal it. It was a uh, Borrowed, yeah, borrowed. It was a phrase borrowed from Dr. Jenny Harris, who's the Deputy Chief Medical yeah. Officer for the UK. About two months ago, she wrote an article talking about the need to get people COVID fit for a potential second wave mm. and definitely for the winter. And by COVID fit, she she meant healthier. Yeah. In essence, that's what being COVID fit is. It's about being healthier. Like... The stats for people who suffer badly from the virus and are hospitalized, 70, it's the low 70% of people who are hospitalized are over fat or obese. It's a, it's a terrifying figure if you are somebody in that position who is currently over fat or obese. To read that and go, there was a 70, 74% chance, 75% chance I could be hospitalized with this. But the person next to me might not. And the only difference between us is they are healthier. Then, you know, there is a sudden real need to place a focus on becoming COVID fit. But what that essentially means is, can we lose some fat? Can we increase some muscle mass? Because both of those things have such an impact on immunity and health. Yeah. I mean, so is it, I guess it's something obviously that we we encourage as well. I mean, especially like from a from a software perspective, I guess if you are in that bracket, I suppose you don't necessarily want to. Well, you might be scared to go out and be with a group of people, or like don't necessarily want to get into personal training right now because of X, Y, and Z reasons. But having obviously Tanita with you, I suppose, can give you those stats from anywhere i suppose it doesn't have to be particularly with someone or whatever that might be well i so, said yeah i mean there's what's 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 great about tanita technology from a fitness professional's point of view is is there's real flexibility so there's the professional devices that are available for personal trainers to use they're clinically medically validated for consultation use but then we have a mm. range of, of of home use products of consumer products that yeah. As a personal trainer, you could recommend a client to purchase one of those. Yeah. And then you can monitor. So, yeah, you can remotely monitor. You can be, you can be providing. I know I've seen a couple of great examples of this recently, actually. One where a personal training studio is only having people come in to do a measurement because they want to control that aspect and talk about that aspect of it. So they've made a consultation room that's near the entrance to the building. You don't really have to come into the gym. You kind of have to come into the reception area, into the consultation room, take a, a Tanita measurement to monitor your progress. And then the consultation is done remotely afterwards. So they're actually in the building for two to three minutes, mm. which I'm sure can be done and can be communicated with safely to that sort of, of potential client who is a bit more cautious at the minute. Mm. The other, and then following that, all the support, all the programs are all done online. The other side of that is is the client has a home use device and they can monitor at home and share that data with you. I guess it's it depends which the home use devices are obviously not not quite as clinically and medically accurate as the professional devices. 
And as a personal trainer, you can't monitor that test to see whether it's been done with the sort of right protocols. But it's an option. And I think yeah, exactly. O- options right now is 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 the real real key word. And if I was working in the fitness industry on that side of the fence right now, I would be looking to offer my members and clients as many different options different. as possible. Yeah, yeah, because it might it's not like a what like one size fits all type thing, is it? Because I guess everyone's not. in different positions. Yeah, absolutely not. And I think that's I mean for me one of the biggest problems with the fitness industry is it's often referred to as the fitness industry and it's perceived as a a one one cap fits all mm. model that you come to the gym you might book personal trainer sessions but here's your equipment in the gym you come out of the gym healthier but i think 85 percent also of the population don't have a gym membership so mm. It's definitely not a one a one cap fits all model, you know. What can you do differently right now mm. to one attract that eighty five percent of the population who are more health conscious potentially than at any other time before, but also you know that percentage of your gym population or your clientele that hasn't come back, you mm. know what can you do to attract those guys and to motivate those guys into into coming back onto some kind of membership plan. Yeah, I mean, this kind of fits in quite nicely with the next thing I was going to ask you. And like, I, I have my, my colleague at work, Hugh, um, it's very, well, it's very high up and with Virgin Active. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he, well, the big question that personal trainers, coaches, it's all about boosting engagement with their clients and like, like retaining them, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, so all of these different aspects and obviously the, the, the benefits of using Tanita is like one of those key things in retention, because as you say, it's not just the fitness industry, it's fitness and health, I suppose. And like having so many different options is going to be what is going to retain your clients because there's so many different options and options, as you said, is like the key word at the moment, because that's exactly what's needed. Um, but what advice would you give to personal trainers when it comes to retaining their clients? Yeah, I think, you know, for retention, it's, I don't know if it's called the two R's or the three R's. And I don't know if I've made this up or not. So I'm going to claim this as my. Yeah, as make my it your own. Three R's. <laughs> so we've got retention, results, relationships. You know, to boost retention, show people results, build your relationship with them. If you're showing them results and they are getting healthier, everything is moving in the right direction, they are going to be happy. Happy clients tend to book more sessions. Hmm. Building a relationship with them by having regular monitoring and communication, you know, not just about their weight, but, you know, going into that detailed health conversation about muscle and the importance of muscle, you know, from a young age, why we should be doing resistance training, no Hmm. matter what your goal. As we get older, sarcopenia is a huge impact on people's health, especially as we get 50 plus. But I would wager the most people in a gym of that age, if you mentioned sarcopenia to them, they wouldn't know what you were talking about. And the ability to have that conversation with somebody about the health implications of sarcopenia to them and what you can do as a personal trainer to help alleviate those builds a relationship. You know, the communication engagement 
relationship building, results are being shown, retainment improves. So yeah, those those three R's for me is what is what I would be focusing on to yeah. try and increase re- retainment. Yeah, you can definitely quote that one yourself. I, I haven't heard of it, so no, that's it. I'm claiming that one. I'm gonna, yeah, claim that. I'm going to publish it with a with a trademark next week. Yeah, so, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Um, also, you recently and kindly wrote us a guest post on the My PT Hub blog around the subject of health over aesthetics. Can you tell us a bit more about this concept? Yeah, I think we we hinted at it a little bit earlier, didn't we? And it, it sort of came from. From, from me and from my background, health yeah. and fitness have never been an aesthetic thing. It's always been a health and performance thing. But, you know, I've been a member of a number of commercial gyms since I've come out of sport and lost the luxury of having my own gym. And for a lot of people, it's clearly aesthetics. They spend mm. a lot of time looking in mirrors. It's clearly an aesthetics thing. So we we have to try and increase the awareness of health i think and the importance of health you know if somebody's looking good the chances are they're also feeling good and the health is already in that situation but Mm. particularly in the current situation you know health has become the number one searched item on google how can i become healthier how can i avoid coronavirus what can i do to minimize my risk people are more health conscious than ever before and i think the danger for a lot of personal trainers is they are perceived to be fitness professionals so not relevant for me because i want to be healthy i'm not interested in looking like that i just want to be a healthier person and that's just a perception you know personal trainers are health and fitness professionals but Mm. i think they have to place more emphasis and more fo- more focus on that health aspect. And that will naturally then appeal to more people in general, but specifically right now. You know, I think yeah. what what we can do to become healthier should be being promoted sort of as much as possible within yeah. the in within within the industry. And if that requires, you know, a little bit of redesigning of yourself and your business to to appeal to that health market and not just a fitness market, then that's something I think that the industry should be looking to do right now. Absolutely. You said about educating trainers and like on on this as well, because obviously if it's something they're not, not too sure about body composition and all that sort of stuff, it's also about, I suppose, the trainers educating the clients from what we're saying here is because 90 uh, from my perspective i would say 99 percent of clients start personal training because they want to look better mm. like i don't know if that's probably true or not and that's probably a quote or something i picked out of nothing but <laughs> it's that when you then get them on board i suppose it's then about changing well not changing their mind but giving them more yeah. information about it's not always about looking better it's about how you feel and obviously how healthy you actually are yeah, I, I would 100% agree that the vast majority of personal training clients have either gone down that route because the jeans don't fit them anymore, or <laughs> when they're looking in the Shrunk mirror, in the wash. Yeah, yeah that, that happens. that's <laughs> happening to me a lot at the minute. I don't know. I have to, I'll have to have a look at my washing machine. That must be the reason. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's, it's, that, it, it's, it's those 
it's those tangible things that people are sort of coming across every single day that are not like they were. So these jeans used to fit me. Now they're getting a little, little bit tight or they look in the mirror and they didn't look like they looked several years ago. Or, you know, they, they just, they look at themselves and they want to make a change. And often that that is aesthetically driven. But as a health and fitness professional, it's then your responsibility to assess that person and help that person become healthier. And I think, like we said before, a prime example is someone who might think they need to lose fat, but actually they have a low muscle mass. And that's yeah. why aesthetically they're not happy with what they see. So the danger when we just focus on what the client comes through the door saying is that that might be not what the client needs. And mm. we utilize BIA and we utilize Tanita technology and we can quickly give that client a health check, essentially. Mm. You know, we can look at their fat, their muscle, their water, their visceral fat. It gives them a metabolic age, which is a real eye opener for some people. And then that conversation shifts from, you know, I want to lose a little bit of fat or I'm not happy with what I see in the mirror through to real specific goals. And if people have specific goals, there is a ton of evidence out there that <laughs> you have you have a specific goal and you monitor, track your way to that goal. You are more successful than people who don't do those two things. I mean, there's not a lot of positives that you can take out of COVID because it's been absolutely horrendous and there's nothing really nice to say about it. But I mean, for any form of positivity you can take out of it, do you think going into 2021 and beyond that it, people are going to be more health conscious and be more like, like I don't know, like they want to be healthier? Just in case, let's say something comes up in a few years' time. And yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I... I would like to think I'm quite a positive person, but mm. the last few months have, have been a challenge. You know, it's oh, been absolutely. It, it's, it's been a, a, you know a brilliant time of my life. Before we recorded, we 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 mentioned yeah. I have I have a young child who was born. Well, she's one next week, and you know the last few months have been fantastic. But in other aspects of it, is these challenges that you've never had to come across before. Mm. The lockdown, the isolation, the lack of sort of friends and grandparents and that being able to isolate, uh, being able Mentally to... Mentally tough. Uh, yeah, being able to get involved with family life the way that you could. I mean, I guess people's mental well-being as well as their physical well-being may have taken a really, a really big hit in the last few months. But I think what what will be a really positive thing to, to, to come out of it is it's made people think differently. You know, whether that's on the mental well-being and that mindfulness side or the fact that I, I need to be healthier. I need to be healthier to try and avoid the worst implications of a coronavirus. It, it's, it's sort of it's shaken the world and made everybody think about things differently. The fitness industry has to think differently about how we best appeal and survive this period. Mm. Individuals have been made to think, what can I do differently? What can I do to be healthier? And those two things should perfectly align themselves 
over the next sort of six to 12 months. So mm. positive, I think the industry, you know, has suffered, clearly suffered over the last six months. But the next six to 12 months, if we do things correctly, should see a growth and expansion, people doing things that they've never done before that appeals to a much wider audience. And mm. we end up with a much, much more active and healthy nation. Mm. And that's what I'd like. So, I mean, I, I, yeah, I would, I'd love that as well. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, that kind of ties in nicely with the, the, how we're going to finish is that Tanita is obviously perfect <laughs> for that sort of stuff right now. Um, it's, it'll give them all the information that they need for, like, look, well, being healthier is kind of the yeah. thing that people need to take away from that. It's not all about looking amazing, although I'd love to. Sadly, yeah, that's yeah, just not yeah. the case. <laughs> Not for me. Simon, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, I could literally sit here and talk to you all day about this, but um, I can't. <laughs> no, we have other things to do. Yeah, my, uh, my phone's been not buzzing away in the background because I followed the instructions and turned it off, vibrate, and on, onto silence. I, I, yeah. I, just threw my, I just threw mine away for a bit. Yeah, but yeah <laughs> I think... The future mind problem. That's it. But yeah, that, you know, that, that reflects that sort of that need to work Tanita sits into the world right now. Mm. You know, I think I'm lucky that, you know, this is, this is not a role 10 years ago. I would have ever imagined I would be, mm. I would be doing, but you know, the technology is, is fantastic, you know, and they, there's a place for it in every walk of life. There's a place for a Tanita home use scale to sit in every house to help people live a healthier life. There's a place for mm. it in every gym, to help encourage and facilitate that healthy change. And the fact that I get to talk about that and encourage people to That's do it is, is, is a fantastic thing. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, once again, thank you so much, Simon. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. It's much appreciated. No problems. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.